Act two, scene one, inside the law's homestead. Alas, my R2-D2, he hath flown, and all the while he beepeth on and on about his duty in the rebellious cause. Oh, with what strength shall I be punished when R2's treachery discovered is? So shall I hide myself behind this ship in hopes I'll not be found by Master Luke. C-3PO, I said what dost thou there? Oh! At what games place thou, O Jolly Droid? I prithee, sir, be thou not cross with me. Twas through no fault of mine, in truth, I swear. Pray, let me not deactivated be. I asked him, I, and urged him not to go. With sighs and words aplenty piled on him. With many earnest pleadings made my cause. And yet he was to me as one made death. His metal ears, as twere, did seem to plug, as though no word of mine could penetrate and break upon his sense of hearing. Oh, I fear cursed malfunction doth befall my dear and treasured R2 unit. Nay! I verily, his mission is supreme, so saith he. He will not hindered be, nor from his wayward, stubborn purpose veer. Now, with these words, young Luke doth quickly run beyond the shuttered doors with failing hope. And stepping out beneath the setting sun, he scans the vast horizon with his scope. Sir, ever hath that R2 unit been a problem that hath vexed me through and through. Astromech droids have ever puzzled me. Their minds have tempers mighty to behold, though all contained in frames of modest size. Fie! How have I so easily been tricked? This R2 hath performed its greatest feat, to vanish scope to wheels into the air. Oh, blast it. I and Fi and Fight goes too. Now he is angered. Peace, my master, peace. Good sir, forgive my impudence, but may we yet this e'en go out a-searching? Nay, tis far too dangerous. The night is dark, but darker are the dreaded sand people, and darkest most of all their thievery. Thus, as the darkness waits for light to dawn, so must we wait for morning to arrive. Oh, Luke, come hither. Swiftly come ye in. The time hath come to darken down the power. Anon, good uncle, thy good word I'll heed. Oh, I shall taste the whips and scorns of my dear uncle's anger. So shall that small droid, though yet far gone, wreak havoc on my soul. Ay, sir, tis true. Although the droid is skilled at laboring and service, most doth he excel at wearing the hearts of men. And so a restless night doth pass within. While Luke doth ponder future punishment and longs for his lost droid search to begin, C-3PO doth fear his banishment. At early morn, with eager wills they rise, as shared endeavor binding them anew. The fast land speeder o'er the desert flies, they go to find the errand droid, R2. Good friend, take heed. The scanner doth report a droid ahead. Pray swiftly, take us hence. Be like our R2-D2 there awaits. Perhaps I'll yet escape my uncle's wrath. While droid and man go racing across the sand, the Tuscan raiders watch the two pass by. Their banthas mounting, gaffy sticks at hand, they heave unto the air their warring cry. Pray, whither goest thou, thou naughty droid? Squeak. Nay, Master Luke is now thy rightful owner. Learn obedience, learn thou loyalty, pray, learn respect, and learn thou not to speak of Obi-Wan Kenobi. We, me, squeak. Speak not to me of mission, droid. 
I'll warrant happy thou shalt be if our new master doth not let thee know the blaster's deadly touch today. Pray patience, dear C-3PO, tis well, but let us hence. What can the matter be? What doth he say? Doth report that creatures hither come, approaching stealthily from the southeast. Stand, people! Hither come and let us see. Unbidden doth adventure come, yet here I stand, prepared to rise and welcome fate. The twisting strand she threads we must but trail, for tis the wire that leadeth us through life. Fate's hand hath placed me here on Tatooine, and now she beckons onward to the abyss. Now o'er adventure's great abyss I perch. Above all time, above the universe, above the rim of chance and destiny, and sister fate doth dare me to look in. And there, I there I find my happiness. I peer therein, embrace my fates, and blink, come life, for I am ready now to live. I spy two bantas, yet no sand people. Wait, wait, one doth appear unto me now. With sudden viciousness, the Tuscans come. They knock young Luke and cause the droid to fall. They seek to take a harshly pillaged sum till frightened by a false crate dragon call. Now, enter I the scene of this boy's life. This boy whom I have watched for many years hath grown into the man before me now. My hope I now entrust to him alone that he might be our sure deliverance. And yet, this situation warrants care. I must approach with caution as we speak, and meet his questions as a trusted guide. My inner joy I must with patience hide, for certain tis it gives me a great delight to see him now his face, his golden hair. So long have I watched o'er him from afar, so many hours and days spent of my life, in hopeful expectation of this one. In his beginning I shall find my end. This business shall reveal my final stage, and yet, my closing scenes, perhaps I'll write a worthy ending to my mortal days. Tis possible that in this gentle one the dream I've long awaited shall come true. Oh, so I'll compose a final act that shall accomplish two most worthy ends, to set the world aright and this man's soul. Beep, beep? Well met, my little one. Almost I could my metal tongue release and speak to him. This man doth show sure signs of wisdom and experience. Beep, beep, me. Beep, beep, speak. Come hither, tiny friend. Be not afraid. Me beat me speak? Nay, prithee fret not, for he shall make a full recovery. Rest easy, lad, for thou hast had a fall, and more adventures hast thou seen today than many in a lifetime do. I say, thou catchest fortune's fave to survive a cruel attack from San people's most vile. But by this light, tis Ben Kenobi here. Oh, it fills my heart with joy and soothes my pain to meet thee. Aye, tis well. But let's go hence. The Junlin wastes no place for travels is. Now, prithee, good young Luke, say wherefore art thou here, and what strange errand bringeth thee herein where I am wont to dwell? This droid, aye, truly he hath brought me here. Beat me? It seemeth unto me he doth search to find his former master, yet in all my days I ne'er have such devotion seen as this one showeth from a droid. <sighs> yet he claims that he belongeth to a man named Obi-Wan Kenobi. And I thought, perchance, the man some relative to yours may be. Dost thou know any by such name? Oh, how the heart inside me breaks to hear that name I was once called so long ago. But happy fate that tis Luke's voice that calls. <laughs> Aye, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan. 
Oh, the name is like a song. Yet whether glorious song of joy or else some dirge of bitter pain, yet I am unsure. It is a name I have not heard for lo these many, many years, a long, long time. My uncle knoweth Obi-Wan I can. He doth report to me the man is dead. Oh, Owen, wretched knave, such base deceit, and yet I know full well why thou so spokest. Should I have acted different in thy place? But nay, the man takes not his final sleep, at least unto this moment now, not yet. Then knowest thou him? I verily I do. I know the man as if he were myself. For truly, I he is. This Obi-Wan, dear Luke, tis I. By heaven's light! Meet me! I have not heard this name, this Obi-Wan, since ere e'en thou thyself were born. Aye, then I see this little droid is bound to thee. I have no memory of owning such a droid as this. Tis curious indeed. Now mark thee these my words. We must repair indoors to escape a second cudgeling here. The sand people do easily take flight, but soon they shall return with many more. Beep, me, beep, beep, meep, squeak. Oh, C-3PO. Where am I? Have I taken an ill-timed step? Oh, in, in dreams have I seen visions of my death. Ten thousand soldiers pranced upon my grave, and I, alone to face the murderous mass, could only weep at my untimely end. Peace, peace, good droid, thou art alive, fear not. Canst thou now stand? We quickly must depart before the sand people attack us here and strive to make thy dream reality. Oh, whether dream or waking, I know not, but go thee hence and save thyself, I pray. C-3PO by nightmare hath been slain. Oh, this droid shall quickly stretch his welcome thin. I shall not leave thee, droid, thou speakest sound sense. Come, come, I'll bear thee up, so are you not. Hmm, what noble care he doth take to soothe his droid. We must make haste or face them yet again. So hence, let us away unto my den. Act two, scene two, inside the Kenobi homestead. Nay, thou art sure misled, O wise one, for my father hath not fought in any wars. Full many evening as I lay in bed, such tales I heard of him I never knew. A navigator on a freighter ship, which carried fragrant spices hence to yawn, my father was. He knoweth not of wars. So hath thy uncle told thee. Mary, he did not agree with aught thy father told of his philosophy and brave ideals. Thy uncle, tethered to the land, did not believe thy father should become involved in matters of the stars and empires, nay. <sighs> and what shall I of the father tell the child? If gentle Luke knew all that he's known to me, I'll warrant he'd not understand the rhyme and reason for my words. And yet, what is to lie? To tell the truth, all else be damned? Or else to, perhaps, a greater truth? Is it the truth to tell a boy each fact and thus deface his father's memory? Or have I spoken better truth to Luke when I about his father speak with pride? Aye, yes. Every child deserves a champion. Hast thou done battle in the Clone Wars? Aye. <laughs> Ah, uh, And once I was a Jedi Knight, the same as thy dear father. Oh, how tears well up within me for the loss of that dear man whom never I did know, nor do, nor will. I tell thee truly, amongst the pilots, he was e'er the greatest in the galaxy. He was also a cunning warrior. And to the last was he a dear, dear friend. And now to play upon his natural sense of self-importance, or to draw him near to thoughts of Jedi training for himself. I hear there are to pilots skilled as well. This calleth to my mind. Uh, a, uh, a gift I have for thee. 
Thy father hath desired that thou should have this weapon when thou wert of age. Thine uncle, though, would none of it. So feared he that thou might join with Obi-Wan upon a fool's crusade or devil's task, just as thy father hath when he was young. Dear sir, if thou dost need me not, I shall shut down upon the present moment here. Oh, why speakest he here when tis my time to speak? These droids of protocol are e'er uncouth. Of etiquette they know but little troth. Pray tell, what is? Thy father's light saber. It is the weapon of a Jedi knight. If thou in thine own hand could hold a son, then thou wouldst know the power of this tool. Not merely random, neither awkward like a blaster. Nay, the lightsaber maintains a noble elegance, a Jedi's pride. Tis something for a civilized new age. Now holdeth Luke the weapon in his hand, and with a switch the flame explodes in blue. The noble light Luke's reverence doth command, that instant a Jedi was born anew. Ah, now doth the force begin to work in him. For many generations Jedi were the guarantors of justice, peace, and good within the old Republic. Ere the dark times came, and ere the Empire gan to reign. How hath my father died? Oh, question apt. The story whole I'll not reveal to him. Yet may he one day understand my drift. That from a certain point of view, it may be said my answer is the honest truth. A Jedi named Darth Vader, I, a lad whom I had taught until he evil turned, did help the Empire hunt and then destroy the Jedi. Now the hardest words of all I'll utter here unto this innocent, with hope that one day he shall comprehend. He hath thy father murdered and betrayed, and now the Jedi nearly all extinct. Young Vader was seduced and taken by the dark side of the Force. The Force? Oh, the Force. <laughs> the Force doth give a Jedi all his power. Tis a field of energy that doth surround and penetrate and bind all things together here within our galaxy. In hearing this, wise man, I've almost my errand quite forgot. Now, do my work. Beep, meep, meep. Squeak, beep, wee. Squeak, meep. And now, my little friend, shall I attempt to find out whence thou came, and to discern the reason wherefore thou hast left thy home for lands unknown, a mission to pursue? He hath a message played. I... Thus have I found. Dear General Kenobi, many years ago thou served my father in the noble Clone Wars. Now he beggeth thee to come again, and aid him with his struggle against the Empire. Sadly, may I not be there with thee in person my request to give. My ship of late hath fallen under siege, and thus my mission, bringing thee unto my cherished planet Alderaan, hath failed. Yet have I deep within the memory ranks of this brave R2 unit stored the plans most vital to the rebellion's victory. My father can retrieve the plans therein, but I must ask of thee to take the droid and bring him to Alderaan with care. The desperate hour is now upon us. Please, I beg thee, sir. Oh, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Help. Thou art mine only hope. The message ends, then doth a silence fall. While Obi-Wan his duty contemplates, young Luke considers whether fate doth call. Aye, in this moment, destiny awaits. Oh, the boy doth hear and hath the taste of fire, new burning in his ears. Now shall I play the part of fuel and gently stoke that fire. Thou must be taught the force, if thou wouldst come away with me and go to Alderaan. Nay, Alderaan? This man hath many charms, and now it seems to me that I have been these many hours under some great spell that he hath cast. 
Nay, I must hence back home. Tis late, and Uncle Owen shall be vexed if I do not return to him ere long. Oh, and now it must be done, or else tis lost. I need all thy good help, Luke. So doth she. For such adventures I have grown too old. Nay, nay, I should not be involved, dear friend. Much work there is to be completed yet, and as the seers say true, a crop without its harvester is like a dewback sans its rider. Verily, I loathe the cruel and noisome empire I, yet nothing gets to have my power to do at present. Fie! That's your uncle talking. Mine uncle, oh, mine uncle! How shall I to him explain this matter? Tell me how! Come, now with me, and learn the force, dear Luke. Now am I split in twain by fate's sharp turn. Two paths, the one toward adventure leads, the other taketh me back to my home. I have for all my life longed to go hence, and now this Obi-Wan hath reason given why I should leave my Tatooine and fly unto the stars. I he hath told me of the powerful force, and yet another force doth pull me home, the force of duty and responsibility. I would go hence, would fly today and ne'er look back again, except Peru and Owen are my true and loyal family. To settle then, I stay on Tatooine until the time when I may leave with clear, unfettered soul. <sighs> I shall take thee as far as Anchorhead. From there mayest thou find transport to where'er thou goest, I, throughout the galaxy. Thou must hold with thy conscience, it is true. Whate'er thou thinkest right, thus thou shouldst do. Act 2, Scene 3, Inside the Death Star. Until this battle station utterly prepared and operational shall be, tis plainly vulnerable to an attack. The rebels have more resources and are more dangerous that thou wilt deign to see. Perhaps of danger to thy Starfleet, aye, but not unto this battle station strong. The rebellion shall gain more support within the Imperial Senate. Oh, these men do talk and quibble like a brood of clucking hens. The Imperial Senate, which thou speakest of here, no long any threat do us doth hold. For truly have I received word that our great Emperor himself dissolved the Council. Now the final remnants of the Old Republic fade away like dew. But marry, tis impossible. How shall the Emperor maintain control without the crimson cord of vast bureaucracy? Oh, how these politicians irk me so! Of governors and territories care I not. But I retain the company for mine own purposes. And though their talk doth tire my mind, I do confess that not I found heart on their counsel yet improved. For every human bond is meaningless. All family doth leave, and friends betray, and lovers fail, and teachers turn. And thus among the politicians shall I dwell, where lies, deceit, and garrulous talk do make the universe go round. But yet I vow will not be governed by the governors, no policy of politicians heed instead myself and my dear emperor together shall pursue our destiny the governors of all the regions now have sole control over their special lands the fear shall keep the people all in line fear of this very battle station but what pray tell of the rebellion vile for if the rebels have the plans this good station stolen possible it is they may have found a weakness which in haste they shall exploit those plans shall soon recovered be, fear not. Attack upon this station pointless is, regardless of the data they have found. I speak not rashly whene'er I aver. This station now hath power ultimate o'er all else in the vast wide universe. And now, I prithee, let us see it used. 
Nay, peace, I warn thee, man, be not too proud of thy great terror technological. A weapon for the mass destruction of a planet, even to destroy it whole, is no match for the power of the Force. Thou shalt not tempt to frighten us with words so like a man of magic, Vader. Nay, thy sorcerer's act is tired and overdone. This sad religion thou dost cling to hath no power to conjure up the stolen plans, nor dost thou have a third eye sight to make... The power of the Force is now unveiled as Vader holds the Admiral in check. The Force that Marty with his words impaled now hath a wampa's hold about his neck. I find thy lack of faith disturbing. Cease! No more of this. Good Vader, let him be. As is thy will... My point hath been made upon his prideful, unbelieving throat. Enough! This endless bickering shall end. Lord Vader shall provide the setting of the errant rebel base before the time this station shall be operational. And then, my friends, the Empire shall rejoice. Rebellion shall be crushed in one swift stroke. Now, get ye gone. Fulfill this purpose, Grand. My troopers on the planet Tatooine have traced the creatures who have found the droids. We shall retrieve those plans. Tis well, tis well. Thou ever wert a faithful servant to the Emperor, Lord Vader. Prithee, go, and take with thee a governor's gratitude. There goes a man who hath the mind to serve. The Emperor doth hold him in his grasp, and lays a claim upon his heart and soul. When I recall when, as a younger man, the Emperor and Vader with me stood, and contemplated our shared destiny, now Vader, split twixt manhood and machine, fulfills a vital place within my plans. I, though I fear the Force, he knows his place. He knoweth he and I stand side by side, together wrapped in power's warm embrace. Our emperor to serve until, at last, the final curtain of life's play is dropped. As history hath made this Tarkin great, this battle station now shall make me feared. I am constant as the Endor moon, and shall rebellion crush and do it soon. Act two, scene four, the desert planet of Tatooine. It seemeth the sand people hath done this wretched deed. Yon gaffy sticks and tracks of Bantha I. But near in all my years have Tuscans gone awry so far as this. And they have not, though they who this vile deed have done would made us think San people did. But hark, take note and look ye thereupon. Yon tracks are side by side, yet San people tis known, ere one behind the other ride. So better may they hide their numbers large. These Jawas are the very same who sold C-3PO and R2-D2 too. Until my uncle, not two days ago. And these marks here, these blast points, are too fine and accurate for sand people, tis true. For only stormtroopers by empire trained are so precise and cunning in their work. Surveying the scene, I fear what cometh next. For certain have the troops more evil done. Oh, good Owen and Beru, no doubt are slain. And though it breaks my heart to think on it... It may be that their deaths will spark Luke's soul and lead him unto good rebellion's cause, so by their death may others yet find life. But why? Say, why would these Imperial troops have aught to do with Jawas? Wait, I see! The droids! If they had traced them here, they may have soon discovered whom they sold them to, which, oh my soul, would lead them to my home. Uh, pray patience, Luke. Tis far too dangerous. Now flies Luke off in his land speeder quick and finds his home engulfed in flames of red. Then spies amid the smoke so black and thick the bodies of his aunt and uncle dead. 
a sadder, wiser man he cometh back, with noble purpose now his life imbued by wrongful, vicious, cowardly attack, the empire hath Luke's passion quite renewed. "'Twas nothing thou, Luke, couldst done, had thou been there. Thou murdered would have been as well, aye, also would the droids now captured be, and would be in the Empire's evil hands. Adventure have I asked for in this life, and now have I too much of my desire. My soul within me weeps, my mind it runs into a thousand thousand varied past. My Uncle Owen and my Aunt Peru, have they been cruelly killed for what I want? So shall I never want it again if, if in the wanting all I love shall be destroyed. Oh, fie! Thou knave adventure, evil trick of boyhood's mind that ever should one seek to have adventure when one hath a home, a family so kind and full of love, good, steady work and vast abundant crops. Why would one give up all this gentle life for that one beastly word adventure? Fie! But soft, my soul, be patient and be wise. The sands of time ne'er turn it backward yet, and forward marches fate, not the reverse. So while I cannot wish for them to live, I can my life commit unto their peace. Thus I shall undertake to do them proud, and take whate'er adventure comes my way. Tis now my burden, so I'll wear it well. And to the great rebellion, give my life. A Jedi shall I be in all things brave, and thus shall they be honored in their grave. <laughs>